The antidote. 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 You're listening to the antidote with Dave Hawkins. With Christian music that doesn't suck.
You've got the antidote with Dave Hawkins. Tonight's first song, Constantine the Great, comes from an album that released just last week, Across the Sacred Path, by the prog metal band S91 from Italy. Now, I guess everybody knows that prog metal songs are long. To make time for them, I'm going to keep this short by jumping right into my talk with Giacomo Jack Manfredi from S91. And don't worry, his English is perfect. It's great to have Giacomo Jack Manfredi from Italy's S91 here for a talk with The Antidote. Hi to everybody. I'm happy to be here with Dave. S91 began quite a long time ago. Can you give us the story about how the band began? Uh, sure. The story began in 2006. Uh, the lineup was completely different. In Italy, there were a bunch of artists uh, who were building up their careers uh, and they were touring in the evangelical churches. At the time, we were, were fascinated about that. And maybe in some way, we tried to replicate uh, that uh, experience. But, you know, soon, very soon, I figured out that I didn't care about the kind of music and uh, the kind of... Uh, message lyrics so it started uh, a very struggled uh, rebirth uh, of s91 the process took uh, several years but uh, in the end we figure out that uh, we want to write complex and powerful music with deep lyrics 
S91, that band name must have some meaning to it. Um, yeah, S91 simple means uh, uh, Salmo 91. And Salmo is uh, the Italian word for psalm. I see. So <laughs> a pretty basic name. <laughs> and that particular psalm meant something personal to the band? Uh, yeah, Psalm 91 is, uh, is a good one. It's always been a great inspiration for us. We always cite the verse 11. Uh, for he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. Oh, perfect. I guess we all know that the bass player is the most important person in any band, <laughs> but <laughs> maybe you should tell us about the other members of S91. Who's involved with the band now? Uh, S91 are Mary, our uh, singer, uh, Frank behind the keyboards, our guitarist Franz, and um, Giacomo Mezzetti at the drums. S91 centers your music around your Christian faith. Mm -hmm. I think you've touched a little bit on this, but was that always the intention of the band? Uh, yes, yes, uh, that's the primary intention of the band, but um, uh, it's not simple to choose what to say in our songs. We are committed to put something interesting and something relevant uh, in our lyrics. Uh, someone said that we are too Christian, <laughs> <laughs> even in a Christian scene, but I don't care. What we do is uh, what we are. How common is the evangelical church in Italy? Uh, there are quite a lot of evangelical churches in Italy. Because uh, after the war, a lot of uh, American pastors and preachers uh, came in Italy and started preaching. Uh, the Reformation took off also in Italy. Over the years, The Antidote has had a number of Italian guests. And of course, this show focuses on music from artists who have a Christian worldview. So Italy overall, is it accepting of bands that have a Christian message? I think in Italy, people are indifferent to Christian music. <laughs> I, I have to say that. Yeah, there are a lot of bands, but uh, we struggle with public I haven't figured out yet if uh, we look kind of weird. I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen the picture. You look pretty normal. <laughs> um, I don't know. The problem here is that a lot of people hate metal music, you know, and uh, a lot of people hate uh, Christian music, and uh, <laughs> that's a problem. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, that's what we are, and that's the message we want to share. And um, metal is uh, the, the best we've, uh, with the message. Well, I'm certainly glad that your English is perfect, because that English also ties into the music of S91. The band's first two releases were primarily in Italian. Why did you decide to switch to English for the later albums? Mm. Uh, yeah, the first two releases are both self-productions. And um, we were young and we had unclear ideas of what to do. 
But when we started to plan uh, the first real album, Behold the Mankind, we decided uh, to uh, sing only in English. And uh, that's uh, because our main goal is to reach uh, the public of the North for Europe. I see. But, uh, but uh, at the moment, it seems that, that uh, American people are more interested. <laughs> yeah. Well, since I don't know any Italian, maybe you could tell us about one of those Italian releases. Mm-hmm. Volonta Legata. Yeah, uh, Volonta Legata, which means uh, not the contrary of free will. I see. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of intriguing ideas in those songs. Uh, we recorded it in my room before I got married. Uh, it was exciting, but I wouldn't go back. <laughs> um, lately, a guy from Texas purchased that disc. Uh, I think that uh, if you are very passionate about our music, it could be a good thing for you to listen to our early recordings. Because it's great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, uh, thank you. But but uh, if you if you don't know as ninety one, it's better to listen to our last songs. Okay. Yeah, way better.
Volante Tella Gata, the title track from S91's 2011 release. On their follow-up, the band really moved up their performance on their 2016 full-length. Let's hear more about that from Jack Manfredi. I first heard S91 in 2016 when I was sent a copy of Behold the Mankind. The band went deep on that album. I mean, it's a conceptual release dealing with the history of humanity from the point of view of Christian theology. So, you know, it leaves Uh me wondering if you're actually musicians or church historians. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad to hear this, but uh, (laughs) we are musicians, definitely. I study a lot because, uh, you know, I, I said before, we are committed to writing complex and intriguing music and uh, also to write uh, meaningful lyrics. I decided to put something relevant in my songs. And, uh, you know, when I was young, uh, attitude was important to me, you know, you know acting cool. Uh, I, I'm a Christian medalist, yeah, just deal with it, you know. <laughs> 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 but now we, we write music only if we have something interesting to say. Now that you're not cool anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I hope to be, uh, I am cool uh, now, but um, I don't know. (laughs) We we will see. (laughs) Well, that album, Behold the Mankind, includes a song called The Son of God. Absolutely gorgeous song. The lyrics bring up something that I'd never considered when it says, would have been better for him to die in a cradle than in awareness. But this was not his doom. The veil of the temple had to be destroyed. Now it's time for your thoughts. Where would the world be without Christ? Yeah, thank you for the question, because uh, that's the key question that led us to write along the sacred path. We do believe that without Christ and without the church, the world would be worst. I know that's a strong sentence, but uh, years of uh, reflections, reading and discussion brought me to think this. Maybe even many Christians do not agree with me, but (laughs) (laughs) that's fair. Christianity, it's a varied word. Uh, European paganism and a lot of ancient religions had bizarre beliefs and cruel practices. Christian theology helps us to better understand God, to better understand human nature, and to better understand society. A lot of good things born in a Christian society, even modern science. And uh, I always remember that uh, Galileo and Isaac Newton were both Christians. Hello guys, I'm Jack from S91 and you are listening to The Antidote.
Maria Londino's gorgeous vocals are a perfect fit on that song, The Son of God. As we move on, you're going to find that S91's new release is an incredibly involved album. That comes up on the next part of our talk. I suppose we should chat about Across the Sacred Path, the new release from S91. It seems to be the follow-up to what you began with Behold the Mankind. This time it's focused on people famous in Christianity. There's so many people you could have chosen. How did you make your choice? Yeah, uh, we wanted to write an album about uh, the history of Christianity. But the first question was, um, how we can tell a solo story with just a bunch of songs? So we started to pick some key figures of the history of the church. And I read a lot. I studied some books. I figure out that a lot of historical figures are um, rather ambiguous. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are not considered positive by everyone. And uh, others uh, became uh, mythological characters. And uh, the real story is known by few people. Others made uh, decisions that are difficult to understand today. And so I said, uh, why not exploit all of this? I mean, that's our history. Uh, That's what we are. The main goal is to show how the gospel message has spread in its original form and becoming the fabric of uh, the modern Western society. The message is good, even if the messengers are uh, rather ambiguous. The sacred path is the one that many walks along, uh, unconsciously sometimes, and talks about all those actions done by inspired men which have brought benefits to the history of humanity and to the Western society even if they look regrettable or morally unacceptable. Well, I can see that because that does come out on a couple of the songs. Mm -hmm. Two of the characters that you chose, I guess, would now be considered politically incorrect. You know, Mm -hmm. people like John Williams, who was killed and eaten by the natives he was trying to convert in the New Hebrides, and Godfrey of Bouillon, who led the First Crusade. But you still wanted to include them. Uh, Yeah, because we must judge people in the context they lived. That's the bottom line. Who am I to judge people living in the past with modern moral rules? We should focus on ethics, on the global ethics. All the characters of uh, our album were committed to doing something good in their lives. And uh, they succeeded, or at least some of them in some way. Uh, for example, you, you cited John Williams. Mm-hmm. The story of John Williams is interesting because uh, nowadays a lot of people think that, um, you know, natural is better than artificial, no? uh, things like this. And so pagan ancestral beliefs must be better than artificial Christian beliefs. A lot of people still believe in the noble savage myth. John Williams was a missionary, a good man, and an expert traveler. He preached for decades to the people of the Pacific Islands, 
but he ended up to be eaten by cannibals of Aramango. So who is good and who is bad in, in the story? <laughs> well, it's true because many Christians struggle reading the Bible because they fail to take it from the cultural context in which it was written thousands of years ago. Yeah, and that's a problem because if you don't read Bible in, in the context, you, you are not able to understand the logic behind those stories.
the band also gives an interesting comment for the Ask 91 song Martin Luther, where the band had said, We want to reflect on our roots in a non-anti-Catholic way, but wonder if it's possible to begin to heal the wound that the Protestant Reformation has done to the Western Church. Mm -hmm. Could a song like this have any influence? (laughs) You are trying to tease me. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but um, this song means a lot for me. Uh, because, you know, when I was young, I was very anti-Catholic. And uh, with this song, and in general with um, this album, I paid my tribute. (laughs) 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 So uh, this song has an influence, uh, at least on me, we can say. What was it that changed you from being anti-Catholic? You know, in Italy, anti-Catholic is uh, is a sentiment. is um, is a cross sentiment. <laughs> mm. A lot of uh, evangelical churches um, share this value. But uh, in my life, uh, I happen to meet some some good Catholic, and um, I start to study. I start to study the history of the church, and. Um, In the end, uh, I understand that uh, without uh, the Catholic Church, uh, evangelical churches uh, never would exist. Exactly. How can a man face the power of all the nature? How can a man change his destiny? His strife is pointless. What are these fools and these thieves going to buy yourself? They are feeding a lie. Don't they know the blood redeemed everything? No money could ever replace Yeah. 
That was a good point raised by Jack about the song Martin Luther. It doesn't help the work of Christ by dumping on other denominations or thinking that any of us are better than other Christians. Next time on The Antidote, I'll carry on with this hard music trend as we visit with two bands. I'll bring in the debut release Overcomer from industrial metal newcomer Firebrand. Then we'll get into the old school metal style of Japan's Amari Tones. And of course, you'll hear the conversation I had with both of those artists. I have more to share with my talk with Jack of S91. We're going to get into that and finish with their tribute to Joan of Arc, found on their new album, Across the Sacred Path. See you next week and enjoy this. Across the Sacred Path, it's left me wondering if S91 is planning a third album and uh-huh. to turn these concept albums into a trilogy. <laughs> you you find out by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, we are planning a third chapter of uh, the trilogy, and an album about uh, the future of mankind, a sort of science fiction drama, but um, I cannot say anything more because um, it's still a work in progress. Well, these albums that you're creating must take a huge amount of time because there's so much depth and so much research that you put into each of them. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot of time, because uh, I read a lot. I work in a, in an office, and um, I have some free time, and um, I read a lot of books and articles. Uh, <laughs> I said this before. Yeah, a, lo- a lot of time. Maybe you could sum it up. What kind of an impact are you wanting to make with the music of S ninety one? Oh, that's a good question. And I hope that our listeners can feel inspired and that they can feel connected with the people who have lived before and responsible for those who will come later. Everything happens for a reason. And uh, in my opinion, life is not a battle between good and evil, or at least not always. I hope our listeners can feel less alone, and I hope to be able to encourage them to do something good. That's my main goal. Well, that's excellent. Jack, thanks so much for coming for a talk with The Antidote, and uh, best of luck with the music from S91. Oh, thank you. Uh, Thank you to you for the interesting question and for the time you spent uh, listening our music. We will see next time. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, that's a good plan.
Now, I don't want to ask you about your favorite song from Across the Sacred Path, but I would like to know if you had a favorite person that was made into one of your songs. Mm -hmm. um, I love all of them, but uh, I personally feel very connected to Joan of Arc and to Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Joan of Arc was uh, a devoted, pious, and inspired girl. She had an extraordinary intuition. You know, she wore a shiny and sparkling white armor and handed a flag. When she approached some little towns, enemies were scared, and she succeeded in some battles without fighting. And that's extraordinary. That's uh, a story full of love, full of good intention, because... Uh, she was uh, a little girl, and uh, she wanted to free France from uh, from British people, but she doesn't want to harm uh, nobody. <laughs> That's difficult in a war. In a certain way, she achieved uh, his goal. And um, Bonhoeffer was uh, a genius, a theologian, a pastor who decided that preached to people wasn't enough. So he decided to act. And uh, the story of Bonhoeffer has a lot to teach. Do you think that Christians should take on an activist role on important issues? Uh, sure. We, uh, we have to stop talking and uh, we have to start to act in some way. That's strange because I am a musician and, I <laughs> and uh, my first goal is to share a message. But uh, I have a plan and uh, I hope that um, I will start to act uh, very soon. You wouldn't consider the music that you're creating to be the output of an activist? Uh, I hope that my music uh, could uh, inspire people to, to do something good.